Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. I am Mark, and I am joined by Miles. Hello, Miles. Hello. And also by Jackie, of course. Hey, it's me. Uh, And this is a podcast about the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure TV anime that uh, is ongoing since 2012. And uh, listen, this episode is not going to be about JoJo's because we already covered JoJo's, all of it, except the episodes that are forthcoming this December. But of course, uh, you can follow the show with us then. If you want to hear our thoughts on every episode of JoJo's, including the animated OVAs and some live action stuff, you can go to anchor.fm slash jjbpod or find us on iTunes or wherever you find podcasts. And uh, sorry, but we start with uh, part four, which is season three. And then eventually we go back in time and cover all of it from the beginning. Minus part four, which we already covered. So we skip that. Anyway, while we're not watching JoJo, how do we decide what animes to watch instead? Of course, we could watch live action TV or, you know, anything really. But we figured, you know, you nerds want us to watch anime. So we're doing that. We decide what anime we're going to watch based on our own decisions, obviously, or (laughs) by things sent to our email or over Twitter or via our Patreon. Most importantly. Most importantly, through our Patreon supporters' uh, gracious donations. And this week, we are talking about Kaguya-sama, Love is War. I want to be clear that season one, if we were watching season two, I would have said, Kaguya-sama, Love is War? Because that's the title of season two. It just has a question Mm. mark at the end. Is it war? Yeah. Mm. War is love? What else would love be? Maybe we'll find out this episode. Mm. Um, But before we talk about uh, Kaguya-sama... Love is peace. Love is war. Oh, I guess it could be. Mm. We should first take a stop in our... There's nothing. There's just nothing. I don't know. I lost my groove at some point. We're going to take a stop in our correspondence corner. By that, I mean we're going to head to gmail.com and look at emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. This email is from Kasun. And the subject line is three-week Jojo listen. Also, spoiler at the very bottom. I'll look out for that. I'm probably going to look at it. Uh, Kasun says, Hey guys, so I started listening to your podcast from the beginning a little less than three weeks ago, and I love listening to you guys. Thank you. Aww. I just finished all the way to the end of your JoJo watching episodes. Wow. And also just listened to your Hunter Hunter episode. I just wanted to tell you guys, I think your podcast is great and you're very fun to listen to. Thank you. Nice. I'm personally disappointed you're not going to go through Hunter Hunter, but that's okay. I want to listen to more episodes of the pod, but I hate the idea of either having to just keep watching the beginning of a bunch of anime or (laughs) listen to you guys talk about episodes of stuff I haven't watched. Yeah, that is a downside to this approach, I guess. Um, Also, in episode 126, you had an email about what five JoJo characters you'd want to go on a JoJo-type adventure with, and uh, Kasun reminds us of our answers. 
I said Josuke, Abdul, Mista, Iggy, and Kira. Uh, Jackie uh, <laughs> said Lisa, Lisa, Josuke, Trish, Dio, Pet Shop. Good. Mark did not answer. All right, now close the email. Get out of the email. There's spoilers okay. underneath there. You're not okay. allowed to look. Okay. Jackie, close it. Okay. Okay, I've closed it. Did you it. close it? No, I didn't. I saw the spoiler. No, you didn't. I saw it. Why? Uh, but I'm I'm erasing just, it. I'm erasing it from my memory. Uh, I have like I I, I, I have like the memory of like a gopher or something. What what has a short memory? What's an animal? Goldfish. It's goldfish, goldfish is what the saying is. Uh, I, I just want to note that Kasun also said in typing. Jackie said, "I don't know how to spell Jackie." You guys always point out how to spell Mark and Miles, but never Jackie. But you got it right. You got it right. Yeah, it's the it's the way it's the normal way to spell Jackie. It's well, it's J A C K I E. Yes. Yeah, there are J A C Q U I Jackies out there, and there's J there's there's like with a Y at the end. J A C K Y J A C. That's for boys, I think. That's it. J A K K Y. You could do J A C K I. Jack K is one. You could do Jackie with no E at the end. Uh oh yeah, I think I've seen that. You could. But, you uh, could. but mine's a normal way. Let me, let me finish the mine's email. Normal way. Jackie. Okay. Gleason. <laughs> let me finish. Jackie. Chan. Jackie. <laughs> Jackie, let me finish the email. I'm sorry. Fine. Jackie Robinson. Okay, I'm done. Kasun uh, says that their picks would be Josuke, Friendy Tony, Jotaro, Yasuho, and spoilers. Love listening to you guys. Cheers. P.S. So, so horny. And spoiler is a person oh, nice. that Mark will not say on the pod. Yeah. But thanks. Uh, Jackie. Yes. Would you like to read this email from Katie? Okay. But also, thank you for the email, Kasoon. Yay. Uh, okay, Katie. Yay. This email's from Katie. The subject line is summer camps. Um, Katie Cat. Anyway. Uh, the summer camp talk last episode was a hoot. I spent a week at an overnight summer camp when I was in middle school. It was Camp Colby in Saranac Lake. I don't know if that's how you say it. Saranac? I don't know. I think it's Saranac. Saranac Lake, New York. It's probably not actually. It's probably like there's some correct like Native American pronunciation. Mm. But I think people live there are probably like Saranac. Saranac. Um, And it was ran slash sponsored by the New York State Department of environmental conservation it was basically hippie camp lol uh it got me out of the house for a week and it helped instill a sense of ecological advocacy within me oh and i think there is a summer camp anime on my watch list laid back camp looks to be pretty comfy slash chill slash moe uh and there's a link on crunchyroll to laid back camp uh peace the peace emoji <laughs> uh katie katie cat P.S. Been enjoying the Twitch streams. Thanks for the entertainment slash chill vibes. Yay. Yeah, thanks for saying so, Katie. Yeah, we have twitch.tv slash jjbpod that we sometimes stream stuff on. Jackie recently streamed uh, kind kind of an art stream. Yeah. It was a game stream for Past Parto or Past Part 2. Yeah. Past Part Out is how it looks. Yeah. And it's a game where you are it's an like artist. It's like pass a part out or something. Where where you are drawing stuff on an easel and you have to draw stuff that the different uh, characters want to buy from you. The, there's like NPCs that look at your art and they're like, mm, I don't like the colors. And then, <laughs> or like, oh, it's too busy. 
and then you're like all right i guess i'm gonna draw something gray and stupid so that leroy will or whatever lloyd will like my art or something yeah it's you just learn how to sell out but yeah (laughs) um okay i think our last email of the week is from chad uh the subject line is do japanese student council members ever go to class Aloha JJB Pod Ohana. Before I share stuff about voice actors and whatnot, I want to say that I absolutely love this anime, Kaguya-sama Love is War. It's just the right mix of goofy and cute and a little absurd that I gravitate towards for non-challenging anime, like the opposite of Flowers of Evil, which I like too. Hopefully it managed to charm you folks, but if not, oh well, at least you tried. Here are some (laughs) JoJo voice connections I found for Kaguya-sama Love is War. The lead character, Kaguya Shinomiya, happens to share her voice with part four highway star groupie, Akemi. She looks like this. And it's just a picture of a girl character that looks like she'd be from part four of Jojo. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a stick and like a side bow tied in her hair. Uh, President Shirogane's dad, if you uh, watch episode four, and uh, he shows up in later episodes, shares his voice with the TV version of Dio Brando whose name is, I want to say, Takehito Koyasu, I think. I'm going to try to get better at spotting him. Sorry, that was me. Chad goes back in the email to saying, well, I hope everyone is doing okay and staying safe. Uh, Mahalo, Chad. P.S. If you mistakenly skipped the ending credits of episode three, you missed one of the most surreal dance moments of 2019. Oh, yes, we're going to get into it. But Chad does link a Know Your Meme page. Miles, did you uh, watch the credit sequence for episode three? I sure did. Nice. Okay, we're good. All right. Those were emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. You too can be a part of audio history if you Thank send us you. an email either about what we watched. So if we say something stupid about Kaguya sama this week, you could write in and say, uh, actually, uh, you know, her name is not pronounced uh, Kaguya, it's pronounced Kaguya. Hello. Or you could tell us how Saranac is pronounced. You could tell us how Saranac is pronounced. It's got to be tell Saranac. us like if you were to recommend something that was not an anime, what would it be? Hmm. Yeah, you could recommend us like uh, your favorite over-the-counter medicine. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> your favorite breed of cat. I don't know. Whatever you want. But listen, that was correspondence corner. We did a whole podcast on a breed of cat. Uh, I would not be able to make it very far. Okay. I'd, I'd be, I'd start sneezing. <laughs> I'd have an allergic reaction to the thought. Um, yeah. And look, we're still not ready to talk about Kaguya-sama because we should talk about our Patreon. Patreon! Yay! If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you'll see a Patreon that, that desperately needs a revamp, but it's where you can support the show for as little as $1 a month. That's it. For a dollar a month, you help us out. Believe it or not, we're not spending thousands of dollars over here. It's not like we see one dollar and go, ew, that's a, a drop of water in, in the dam. No, it matters. And you also get access to the Patreon feed that way. There's some extra content in there like Miles's weekly cultural newsletter, the occasional uh, behind the scenes photo, some extra audio that was cut, or whatever. There's also a $3 tier which is all the same stuff, but we will say your name out loud to make you a part of that audio history I mentioned earlier. Thank you, Kasoon. Caleb. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Dylan. Nocturnal. 
Liam, maybe. Kenny. Caden. Nick. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Martin. Michael. Christian. And Chad. Chad. Yes, thank you all so much for your support. We greatly appreciate it. And you. Thank you. Every night before going to bed, I go into our podcast room and I... I say a little prayer for you. We have a whole podcast room. <laughs> we do have a podcast room. Uh, it's probably not necessary, yeah. but it, it helps a lot. But look, most importantly of the last five seconds, I pray for you if you give us $3 a month. Lastly, we have a... Listen. Oh, what? If you're going to do a podcast, you might as well have a podcast room. It's true. This is the office. This is the podcast office. Yeah. I'm Pam and you're Jim. Okay. Oh. I'm not okay. there. I don't want to be Pam. I'm not there. <laughs> this isn't happening. <laughs> it, what? Is, what is that? It suppressed your voice when you hit that high note. <laughs> oh, really? The the technology went shut the fuck up. Stop. We're having fun using Discord for calls. Well, Miles, it may also, uh, it might just be that my voice like dropped out because I can't actually sing that high. Oh, I'm not Tom York. <laughs> Uh, we also have a... I've been listening 15... to Kid A lately. Is that Kid A? It's good. Uh, I think yes. so. How did this yes. appear completely? Yes. Yeah. We also have a $15 tier on the Patreon where you can sponsor an episode of JoJo's Bizarre Podcast and uh, make us watch an anime. You can do it twice in one month if you if you really want and you pay extra. That's why we're going to watch some more of uh, a different anime next week that we already started. What? We're going to continue an anime. Is it, is it beer too, right? You know, I'm trying to do like the Patreon stuff that people pay us for. And uh-huh. you're just talking about what a free email was talking about. <laughs> I don't care about Sorry. Saranac and all these other Native American names that just these like stupid English or German settlers just stomped all over and were like, oh, we named you... um. I don't know. We think it means uh, chicken field in, in Lenape. So that's the name of the town. We pronounce it how we want. Saranac really is probably like way more complicated a word. It's like Saranac something. Is that offensive? I don't even know what language I'd be imitating. I don't know. Anyway. So yeah, look, it's 15 yeah, bucks, it but you just, do it, you just do it once. Okay. You just turn it on. It charges you immediately. Turn it back off, go to a dollar, go to three dollars, say see you later, fuck you, and don't even don't even support us if you don't want to. But yeah, you just send us fifteen bucks one time, send us a message saying, Hey, you should watch these three episodes of this anime, and we'll do it. And we've been proving that. And we're gonna continue to prove that in just a moment after we take a short break. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are going to talk about episodes Hi. one, three, and five. It's like a, like a hop, skip, and jump. Fuck even numbered episodes of Kaguya-sama Love is War, which is an anime that came out in 2019 that the studio A1 Pictures did. Uh, that ran for 12 episodes. And then last year, 2020, they did another season, which, as I mentioned, is titled the exact same way, but it has a question mark at the end. <laughs> Where they did 12 more episodes. And then a few months ago, they did an original video animation. I don't know how long it is, but they did an OVA of some kind. 
and they might do a third season. But uh, this show is based on a manga that uh, ran, uh, that's still running. Wow. Can you tell I did a lot of research in advance? Is it like a full manga? Or is it like a, <laughs> is it like a four panel thing? Uh, I think it's just like a regular manga. Because it seemed like each episode had like short little, like they weren't one continuous story. Yeah, I think it's like, it's a serialized thing, but it it, it seems like maybe each chapter is its own story or something mm. to that degree. Okay. Um, oddly, it's considered a seinen manga. I mean, it started in a seinen magazine, but then it like immediately went to- What does seinen mean? It's for girls or it's for boys? We've talked about this. It's- I don't remember, Mark. What? I have the goldfish memory, remember? Right. It's for- I don't remember either. It's- I, I also refuse to remember. It's for <laughs> it's for adults. It's older oh, for, or or, or adults. young adult men. Okay, it's older than shonen. Ooh. You know we got listeners out there who are like, "What the fuck does these Japanese words mean again? What is seinen?" You know, there's uh, other people needed to know that too. Yeah, but you said it with such conviction. I was shocked to realize, oh, she's not asking me to like be the voice to be like the explainer to the listener. It was just like I looked at you and I was like, we spent like two episodes where like we had to figure out what the fuck it meant. Um, Mark, you're the only one who remembers things. I don't have that vocabulary. Yeah, well, I also pay attention to my own voice. I think probably more than other people. Yeah. Anyway, um, it doesn't really matter what magazine this was in. It was written by someone named Aka Akas. I can't fucking read this name. Aka Akasaka. Damn. It's Aka Akasaka. Aka Akasaka, basically. Akasaka. Aka Akasaka. Um, this is like one of the only manga they've done, except they also have a manga now that sounds really interesting to me called Oshinoko, which, uh, is about a doctor and his former patient getting reincarnated as the children of their favorite idol. Oh. And they try to become like idols or work in entertainment themselves. Uh. What? I don't know. I don't know what bond the doctor and patient have, but they both love some pop idol and they become their children. <laughs> so it sounds like the weirdest isekai ever, maybe. Yeah. I'm not going to explain that term. Okay. <clears throat> Do you know what an isekai is, actually? Let me ask you. Mark, I don't know anything. Jackie's just smiling at wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, you, but it, the context clues. Um, You were talking about turning into... So is it like the where you... um turn turn into you, uh-huh. you get taken to a different world or whatever that one yeah because you die but it's not a harem because you you get hit by truck coon oh yeah and then good you, good, good you you get reincarnated or yeah you go to a different world i knew that yeah no, i didn't know that i only knew that because of the context clues all right well whatever um yeah akasaka set this uh in high school because he didn't really have experience with uh with <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you talking? What? Okay, okay. It took me a second. I'm just looking at Wikipedia right now, and I'm dumb. It's is Akasaka set the series in high school as it was a time when he did not have much experience with dating and romance himself. Ah. He was thinking of high school relationships, and then this this blew my brain up. Uh, while smoking some food. <laughs> and, okay. And I was like, am I looking kind of fucking typo? Why is it a blue link? But then it's like smoking, like barbecue, like yeah. you're smoking it. Uh. <laughs> I thought it was like. The editor couldn't decide if he was smoking cigarettes or making food or something. But uh, 
He just basically, I think the way to sum up Kaguya-sama is that he envisioned two tsundere's who like each other having battles of the mind. Mm. Uh, which is, yeah, pretty much what it is. It's two people who act kind of cold and prickly on the outside, but inside like you and want to be liked by you. Um, so yeah, Kaguya-sama, you could definitely consider a romantic comedy of sorts but yeah there's all these short stories and it seems like each episode has three sort of sub episodes uh inside and so we'll, we'll go uh kind of part by part on them because while we did skip episodes two and four uh i don't really think we missed too much yeah anyway it's not very plotty it's not very plotty it's true i'm sure if you jumped in every few episodes you'd, you'd figure it out you know I feel like there was one thing at the end of episode five that I was like, should we know who that is? But it was like post credits. Uh, so I think this will be fun if we approach this uh, asking ourselves and each other as people who are all in relationships, how we would uh, sort of approach these issues. And okay. if, if we're more the type to take control or have someone else lead the way, that kind of thing. Uh, so the first story that we deal with is called uh, I Want to Make You Invite Me to a Movie or I think, I forget what Crunchyroll calls it. It's like yeah. Kaguya Wants to Be Invited or something like that. Um, I did not realize that. I thought the show was going to be more realistic and like conversational. I didn't realize that they'd have like Death Note style it's, it is, mind battles. It's so mind and it's so intense. It's so dramatic. Yeah. Yes. I um, love it. And we, basically it's we find they're both class student council presidents, right? Or he's president, and she's co-president. I don't yeah, know. they're Vice. they're they're members of the student council, high-ranking members of the student council. She is like, and she's Kaguya, by the way. She's rich. She is. Uh, she's extremely fucking rich. Smart, and she like wins awards. Like she's yep. very like accomplished for a high school student. Um, and they go to like this very elite school. Mm -hmm. Um, but she is just like, she's very accomplished and she's smart and she's pretty. And so, and she's fucking full of herself. They both yes. are, but like, <laughs> she's like a man who deserves me. She's very like, you know, like I'm the shit and I know it. I'm and the shit, bitch. he's the same way. Um, he's also full of himself. Um, but he, I think like, he tries harder, I think, because like he's he's accomplished as well. But I think like he he doesn't come from a rich rich family. I think he just like studies and stuff. Yeah, they right? say her family, the Zaibatsu she's a part a part of, it's something like they earn one point two trillion dollars a year. Because I think mm -hmm. it was like one hundred and twenty trillion yen, it, it, like absurd numbers, and they have like thousands of subsidiary companies. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that, that was, and he's he's yeah, the president of student council of the student not council. Japan. No, he's not the president of Japan. He's the student council president. Um, and they both kind of like each other. Yeah, and they're both basically like... I want Like, they want to go out to a movie with each other, but neither no, no, of them... No, 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 before we get there, before oh, we yeah. get there. Because they kind of, like, the show kind of establishes that, like, it's kind of like whoever falls in love first is the weak one. Like, you lose power when you're... when. Like you, the the one with the power is the one who is like adored by the other person. You know, like that's, that's well, they're both. Yeah, they're both just like very prideful. And yeah, no one would 
sink to the level of like well, having to admit that you like someone. They you both have to believe be, in that philosophy. Because you have to be vulnerable in order to say like, I like you. Will you be my girlfriend or whatever? Be my, be my boyfriend. Let's go out on a date. Like you have to make yourself vulnerable and you're in a position where they can say no, you know, and they can break your heart and like, and you know, they know, oh, they know that they, that you like them. You know what I mean? It's um, so neither of them neither of them wants to be in that position. They want the other one. And they kind of like both seem like they kind of get off on the idea of like this other like dominant, powerful person needs to like, like kind of like sublimate themselves before you submit themselves to, to, to them. And that's what they want. Right. They want the other person to be vulnerable. They want the other person to submit to them. And then they can play it cool and be like, Oh, I guess I'll be your girl, boyfriend, whatever. But like they both really want to date. <laughs> yeah. They, well, I think the way that, that, that the guy's name is Shinomiya, right? I don't know. I didn't write down the names. His name is Miyuki and I believe is Shinomiya. Um, he says to himself, he's like, although if Kaguya-san, you know, if Kaguya-sama wanted to date me, I would be okay with that. He said in he, his head. He was like, well, if she demanded it, I will. I would mull it over. Right. Okay. I would even, mull it over. Even less honest with himself. Making her blush appeals to me. Yeah. Um, and so he really hopes that she would do it, you know, and, and he and they're both like, it's only a matter of time. They're both like, oh, yeah, it's only a matter of time because like we kind of can tell that that we like each other. And so it's only a matter of time before the other one asks me out. But right. they're both holding out because they want the other one to ask. And they're both. Well, we find out later that they've both decided to like use their mind games to trick the other person into asking them out. But I don't think they. I don't think the other one knows that, that they're both playing this game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think they know that either. I think that only like like they like I think each one thinks that they're the only one playing this mm, game. Well, no, actually, no, because later it's like when they talk about the umbrella, I remember them being like, oh, good move to do this and that. Oh, and, like, they kind of seem okay. to be talking to each other in that way. They might not know how actively they're both thinking about it. Yeah. Um, but to give you an idea here in this, I want to make you invite me to a movie. It's this this third character who's often like the neutral party, uh, who's probably my favorite character <laughs> in the show. Uh, her name is Chica and she has pink hair and ha- and has kind of a ditzy uh, personality. She's like a little, she's like young. Like her voice is really familiar too. I meant to look up who she is. Um, she gets these two tickets to a romantic movie uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, these are, these were in my mailbox. I want a contest to see two tickets to a romance. And then she's like, but I thought I'd give it, you know. No, I, th- I think she said that her parents wouldn't let her watch it. Oh, I don't remember that. Did I make that up? I don't know. Miles, do you remember this? I don't remember it either. Why can't she go to the movie? I thought it was that her parents wouldn't let her. I thought she was a baby. I thought she was I thought she was like <laughs> like a freshman, I guess. I thought she was mad young. I feel like she's their age. Like okay. she's their peer, yeah. Because she's in his gym class. By the way, Shinomiya is is the girl. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. His name is Shirogane, right? Yeah, Shirogane. Like that. Shirogane. Thank you. Uh, it doesn't matter though. The chica has the the tickets and she gives them to uh, Miyuki, the guy. And Miyuki is like, "How can I invite Kaguya? Like, it would look, you know, he doesn't want to just outright ask." So he's trying to figure out, you know, a sort of roundabout way to get her to ask if she can go to the movies, right? Or something like that. No, I'll tell you what happened. Okay, go ahead. Because I tried to write this down. Yeah, you made me pause twice during this episode. And well, I, I also like, had oh, a man. lot of, I also had a lot of things to write. I just have so oh, many feelings. I had a lot of feelings. So 
Chica has these movie tickets and she's like, oh, you know, I have these two tickets. You know, do you guys want to go? Um, which I don't know why she chose them. They're not dating, you know? I don't know. Maybe she like, wants them to get together. Yeah. She was like, do you guys want to go? And uh, as, you know, the guy is like very casually like, you know, if you wanted to see it, we could see it. Um, like he's try- trying to ask like, like very like casually like, oh yeah, we could go together. Um, wh- as he's saying that, then Chica is like, there's a jinx that if you go to this movie, you become a couple, which I guess, I don't know what jinx means in this context, but. I guess it's like uh It's like such a romantic movie that people who see it who are like It's like a superstition or something. Yeah. Like if 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 they're close at all or if they're friends, they become lovers because they're inspired by the romantic movie. And then um the girl, what's her name? Kaguya. Kaguya is like, Oh, are you asking me out? Because he he just asked before that and then he was like well, but then then he kind of is like, okay, well, what do how, how do I t- turn this into not asking her out? And so then he he changes it to like, well, I don't care about this jinx thing, you know. Maybe you maybe you care about it, but he was like, you know, if you if you want to go together, like he basically puts it back on her to, you know, if you want to go together, like you know, tell me you want to go or something. It was it was like he puts it back on her, right. And then she's like, well, yes, I do care about these these things. Um, but oh, you're right. He puts it back on her. But in with that same like jinx context, he's like, I don't care. I don't care about this thing. Like, it's just a silly thing. Like, we can just go if you wanted to. Um, but I don't know. He puts he puts it back on her. Like, you know, if you say yes, that means that you want us to become a couple, basically. And then she puts it back on him by saying like, well, yes, I do believe in these things. So if you're going to go to this movie with me, you better ask me more passionately. Um, and so that puts it back on him that either he asks her passionately or they don't go. Um, and then Chica is just like, or you can use these tickets to see like some bird movie. <laughs> right, right. She just takes out these other tickets that she happens to have. Yeah. Um and we find at some point they call it chaos theory because it throws a wrench into their plan because they're thinking about all the different like options and think like oh if I do this then they're they're gonna say this and, you know and they're coming up with like they're playing the mind chess and then she just throws a wrench in their whole like plan and uh, and then they go for a steam bun. Wait 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 wait, wait. you're <laughs> jumping ahead. The, the, okay. You're missing the part that okay. what's important is that Kaguya herself planted those tickets yes. in Chika's mailbox. Yes. So she orchestrated this whole thing. She yeah. wanted to see if if she could get uh, Miyuki to invite her to a romantic movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, meaning that like on one level, a smart person or someone who's interested in someone else but wants to see their feelings might get two tickets and then make up a story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, she left them in someone else's position on purpose so that it would be that disconnected from her. Mm-hmm. And so that's like sort of the level of mind games that we're at here. And I think it's mostly Kaguya who does stuff like that. She's really the mastermind. Yeah, she seems to be. She seems to be more motivated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's she's part of a you know she's got like some of the probably the best and brightest minds of business. I think she's very smart, and I want I want her to win this game. Like I want her to like just completely trick him, and then he he fucking realizes that he's asking her, and then he's like, ah oh, shit, <laughs> I lost. <laughs> 
that's what i want to happen we'll see i mean i, I want him to like not even realize that he's asking her out and then like after it happens she's like aha <laughs> uh, I, I would like them to realize what they're doing and, and just be like i think that'd be better if the same time both tried to just be like fuck it let's just be honest or you can just mind games this whole thing with like look but if you if you if you basically get the other one to admit that you're playing this game or something, then you both know like you both win and both lose, you know, because it's like, wait, we're both trying to get each other to ask each other out, which means that you want to be asked out, which means that you want to be a couple, which means that you love me and I love you. And let's just fucking do this, you right. know, that's let's move on. It's to- a very fun take on like, will they, won't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's like will they won't they like neither of them wants to but they kind of do want to. <laughs> no, they they want to. Like they hope that it happens and they're trying to make it happen but not directly. <laughs> it's a good mm-hmm. format for this uh t- well I I'd say anime or manga is a good medium for this concept because like it's hard to picture you could do it. But picturing live action it's like you hire actors to stand in a room and stuff, you know, but then like what a lot of this show is is just to be voiceover thinking it's a lot yeah. of voiceovering and then a lot of illustrations and stuff mm-hmm. you know abstract stuff kind of popping out while they're thinking uh, and so having it be something you draw uh, i think really works well for this uh, type of plot type of type of balance no type of mechanic i guess whatever i i love the like the way the animation changes based on like who has the upper hand mm. like all of the the narrator is so funny both voice actors are so funny like yeah it's i just thought it was really well done yeah uh yeah there's some i don't understand i don't know how this can keep going though like i feel like i know the idea that it's two seasons is like what like i don't how many of these stories can you come up like how many of these plans can you come up with yeah well i was thinking i was wondering if maybe and i'm spitballing i really don't know if they did something like they do get together by the end of episode one but then it's about them as a couple not wanting you mean season one not episode one (laughs) yeah you're right that'd be funny uh if maybe they get to get together by the end of season one and then maybe season two is them still trying to avoid you know uh, some other war or (laughs) some other love war engagement proposals you know that would Mm. be a thing that you could do for multiple episodes certainly if they go that route so I think by that point you're losing your high school rooted audience, but mm. um, hey, it was well, originally you said, seinen. You, you said yeah, you said it's the same originally, but it moved into shonen stuff. Uh, oh, I I can remember seinen because I can think of Sena from uh, Terrace House. Yeah, who's older than the other castmates? Yeah, so she's she she's back. an adult and she drank wine. Yeah, a lot of wine. Um, the second story in episode one, I don't remember this, but it's called Kaguya wants you to stop her. What is that about? That's the one where she gets a love letter and she's like, uh, oh, I got a love letter. Maybe this is true love. Yeah, of course I'm going to go on a date with him. And the guy is like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want her to go on a date with another guy, you know? And oh, so he's he, trying to like, he's trying to stop it from happening. And, but he wrote the letter, right? No, she wrote the letter. She wrote the letter no, to No, no, no. I think nobody wrote that. I think she did get a love letter, but she doesn't plan on going because no. men are beneath her. Someone wrote that goddamn letter. I think it was just like a guy. It wasn't. It wasn't him for sure. It might have been because, like, that's kind of giving up the. That's giving up the game if he wrote her a love letter. You know. Yeah. I, I could have sworn one of them wrote it, but was like not going to say anything. I might be wrong. I don't know. I th- I thought at first that she wrote the letter to herself, but then but I remember her. Oh right, the, she'd be going out with a with a with a what was it like a leaf? Do you remember? I was nodding off. Mark was nodding off. Okay. It was a talking. I think somebody did write the letter, but she was never gonna ever go out with him. That's what it was. 
It was a guy. She was not going to go out with him in the in their kind of imagining. It was a talking weed. Yeah. Okay. I do remember <laughs> yeah, that. I don't. That was so funny. What the fuck was that about? What I, I do not understand that. Why was it a weed? He was just imagining that this guy sucked. Yeah, this guy okay. sucks. But she, you know, is like, well, great. I'm going to use this love letter to make this other guy jealous and ask me out. Um, and he, meanwhile, is trying to get her not to go without telling her not to go because then it seems like, okay, well, why are you asking her not to go? You like her, you know? So he's trying to to to, to find any reason besides like you know, I'm, I like you. Um, yeah. So she said, Oh yeah, of course I'm go. I'll go on a date with him. And, um, he's like, well, as the president, I think that it's, uh, you know, not right to go on a date. It, like student council members shouldn't go on d- dates. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know it was why. Weird. He was like, he, he said something like, I see that as a list activities when it was like, you were going to go to a romance movie with this girl. Yeah. You dumbass. And he's like, um, He's basically like I'm gonna tattle, but he's but he's like yeah. So I'm using the being using like that kind of like professional relationship as the reason instead of like I like you. Um, oh yeah, by the way. And she's like, wait, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say that like it's uh, been like six months that they've been doing this. They kind of yeah, been early on. Yeah, but they've been they've been in this sort of mind game for half a year. No, no, no. I think that when they started, it was just like, oh, it's only a matter of time. And then it and then it tells you that like six months go by and it's turned into, I hope, you know, I hope they ask me out. Right, to, right, 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 right. You're I'm gonna right. make them ask me out. <laughs> and they're, now they're both playing that game. Right. So how does this end? We don't need to go all the so way. So she's like, uh, she's like, you know, oh, you know, it could could be because he, he's like, well, it's not like, you know, it's just some guy. It's it's you know who wrote you a love uh, a letter like, hey, you know, it's not true love. She's like, oh, but maybe it is. You know, he somebody poured their heart out to me. I got to give him a chance. And, you know, if I find true love, I'll give them my body and soul. And he's like, body. And he just imagines <laughs> her naked. <laughs> and uh, uh, and he's like, maybe, you know, for the sake of argument, I should confess my love to you <laughs> for, you know, hypothetically. What if I confess my love to you? Um, and she's like, oh, well, you know, if you did that, then maybe I like wouldn't go on the date. And he's like, well, could true love be swayed by such a simple action? So basically he's like, if I were to confess to you and you would then not go on the date, then that means that this can't be true love because you, you know, if it was true love, you would be like, I'd fuck everything else. I want to go on a date with this guy. Um, Mm -hmm. And they declare then, winners at the end of every episode. So yeah. like he wins this one according to the narrator. No, I don't think he does. Because um, the little girl cock blocks the whole thing because she's like, because he's <sighs> like, he's, he basically says that he'll he'll get her expelled. He'll tattle to the teacher about her going on a date. And so the little girl's like, I call her a little girl, but she's, you guys think she's She just has age. like a kitty she's kind of childish. voice, but yeah. But she's like, I don't want you to get expelled. And she's, and she, I don't know what she does, but she, she, she hugs her. She hugs her and tells her not to go on the date. Um, Mm-hmm. and so that's how that ends and that pretty much ends and yeah he, he does declare a winner i've got a, i don't remember who wins this one i've though. got a fan wiki up now and i'm I gonna think maybe the little girl wins little girl wins Chica. flawless victory where the fuck where the fuck are these episodes might be a draw as well the first one's a draw the uh the movie one is, is definitely a draw mm-hmm. um but this one it did declare some kind of winner let's see uh, it is Kaguya loses. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, he does not win. He loses. No, Kaguya, the girl, no, she loses. loses. Okay. She loses. Then this third chunk is, and, and we should probably move through it faster, uh, is... It's a food app. It's a food app where one has brought in food. Miyuki, the guy, brings in food and lets Chika try some of his food. This one's not really about trying to make the other one ask anybody out. It's it just seems more like they want food. <laughs> How do I manipulate it's the that situation? She wants, yeah, yeah. It's that she wants his food. Yeah, his food. But looks she good. doesn't want to stoop to like asking to taste his food. Yeah, because she has too much. So pride. It basically, like he brings it in a mate. Like what to her is an amazing. Like I think it's amazing to her because she's so rich, mm-hmm. and it's all like pretty. I mean, like he has like wieners cut into octopuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's apparently a thing it, in Japan. I have never seen that in my life. They're so cute. <laughs> they are cute. I guess. Uh, but it's like it's like seemingly a more simple like uh like humble food, but sh- like it seems delicious to both him and because he feeds it to Chika, like she's obsessed with it. And so the whole episode she's scheming of ways to get him to trade her food, like to have him offer up the mm-hmm. food to her. Um so she has like she has like a team of chefs prepare her lunch every day. So she like asks them to basically amp it up. Mm-hmm. But I forget why he won't. He takes it as like, oh, she's trying to show me up. Yeah. Uh, so I yeah. can't like let her know that I think her food is so much better than mine. So mm-hmm. her plan backfires. Uh, and There's like parts of it where she just starts to loathe Chica for like lording the fact that she gets to share the food over her. Because all um, really, but the way it resolves, because Chica got the food just by asking for it. She's like, "Can I try?" Yeah, that's all you. That's all you needed to do. But she's like too prideful to do that. Yeah, and and it's funny because in uh, what's the girl's name? Oh, I keep forgetting. Uh, Chica. No, the uh, Kaguya, the other one. Kaguya, <laughs> as Chica's like eating the food, she's like, "I thought you were my friend, Chica, but you are my enemy." <laughs> um, but, like, the way it resolves in the end is that, like, uh, the guy has to run off and Chica's like, do you want a taste? And she's <laughs> like, I'm sorry I called you my enemy. Aww. Yeah, Chica, without she's knowing like, it. She's like, you said ca- that? Yeah, Chica <laughs> kind of resolves her own issue by just being nice because she's a nice person. She didn't do any mind gaming. She is a nice person. It, this, that part of it made me hungry. Mm. <laughs> and it made the, me think when, I when should Chica eat offered more the food, you food. thought you were... You thought you were being offered the food by Chica? Is that why you got hungry? Yeah. But uh-huh. no, it was it just all was it seemed good. Oh, I hope you got somebody. And to it maybe I didn't I didn't think about when they brought like bento boxes to school mm. that they were cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, nobody's using a microwave. Why not? I don't know. I guess I should just try to eat more cold food and see if I love it. I don't mind cold food. I mean, I don't know if I would eat a cold hot dog. I, need, I mean, I did when I was a kid. I would just eat them out of the fridge. I need food to be warm. Even if it, it was shaped like an octopus? If it was shaped like an octopus, it'd, be make, it'd make more sense if it was cold, because they live in the cold ocean. Like, a sandwich could be cold. Yeah. I like a cold sandwich. That's what I used to eat for lunch, is a sandwich. And I brought lunch I can't as a eat kid. a cold sandwich. Really? You can't eat a cold sandwich? What if it's... Uh, PB&J. PB&J I can eat. What about a tuna, tuna like, fish? No, I don't like tuna fish. I don't like it either. Not not a not like tuna salad sandwich. Yeah. Most cold sandwiches like like cold cuts I don't like. Why? You don't like cold cuts? 
No, in general, no. Mm. Oh. I mean, you could still heat up cold cut sandwiches. You could still do it. But True. I understand. Anyway. You can put yogurt, I guess. <laughs> the result Pudding? of this battle uh, is that Kaguya wins uh, because Miyuki ran away. The guy mm-hmm. ran away, so she mm-hmm. won that battle. Even though she wanted the food, right? <laughs> but that's what the announcer <laughs> yes. says. Um, well, she, and she we, got the food. Yeah. She got some, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see, I see. Uh, episode three uh, starts with a, a fun one and has a sort of bizarre twist. It was it was probably the first time that I was like, all right, this show's funny mm. for me. Because um, episode one, I was like, okay on. You know, none of it really, I mean, I was, I was also super tired. But episode- In episode three, I can't remember why, but I thought I wrote that the narrator was so funny. <laughs> oh. Um, hmm. I, I don't know why, but in, in the- uh, the first plot is just the first part is just I think Chica is reading a magazine in the office with the two presidents, right? It starts with this thing. And mm-hmm. it's that she reads a stat in some silly magazine that's like I think they confiscated it from someone and they're like, Oh, this magazine is lewd. Oh, uh, okay. And uh they read that some poll uh that asks like people or I guess their students like when was your first time and 30 no no it was like 34% have already uh what is it um uh, blocked had had their first time I guess something like yeah. that 34% yeah. of people blocked <laughs> straight yeah. up first time yeah had their first time by the by the time college by the time high school is over right Mm, no, it's just like they asked they asked people in high school. I don't know. I and mean, they they said 34%. I don't know if it was like any kind of like deadline or whatever. And they're like, "Oh, it's selection bias, you know. It's like it's the people that read this magazine are are fucking more cuz like the 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 um guy in Chica, what's the guy's name? Uh Miyuki. <laughs> We're never going to know. I'm not going to know his name. Miyuki. But her, his name sounds like a girl's name to me and her name sounds like a guy's name. Yeah. It's fucked me up. Okay. But she's the title character. She's the biggest family business. She's a big, big woman about Japan. And what's her and name? And so her name is the name of the show, which is Kaguya. Oh, thank you. Miles posted in the chat. Okay. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Miles. Um, so what was I saying? Miyuki and, and Chika are both like 34% have already like had, had, had sex for the first time. That's like pretty high. No. Yeah, yeah, but they never come out and say sex. The whole thing is they don't say that they just say the first time. They're like, "Wow, they've had their first," and they're like, "34 percent seems high." And they're like, "Well, maybe it's a it's a selection bias um, because the this you know what's the sample size and all these perverts that read this magazine. Yeah, it's all like the people that read this magazine are more sexually active. They don't say that specifically, right? Let me just ask you guys before we move on. What do you guys think of that number? 34% 34% in high school? Of high school students saying, yes, I have already had my first time. I think that seems right. That sounds right to yeah, me. Yeah, that doesn't seem outlandish. Yeah. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it's a little... No, I guess it's like... I feel like media would have me believe it's low. Yeah, media. But in reality, it probably is. Uh, do you think we have time for me to just look this up quickly? Sure. We also sure. don't know what the stats are. The stats in Japan might be different. Yes, I know? was thinking that too. Mm-hmm. I didn't have sex in high school. Mm-hmm. So what we had was nothing. <laughs> Ooh, do I read Cosmopolitan? No, 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 no. New York Times. Oh, that's 2002, though. Uh, consumer health, t- health news. 
as a headline, most U.S. teens aren't, quote, doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, no, wait, 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 wait. 17.com has uh, an average age teens are losing their virginity. The average age of virginity loss is 17.4 in Europe. 500 Europeans, 500 Americans, 17.4. Whereas the beginning of the sexual feelings and urges starting is 15, which is insane to me. (laughs) Uh, Too high? Yeah, that's high. Okay, here we go. The CDC's 2017 National Youth Risk Behavior Survey shows that almost 40% of U.S. high school students have had sex. Okay. And that number has declined. Send for, me that link. In No. Uh, for the newsletter. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> the, the, uh, well, you don't have 17 just bookmarked? Uh, in no. 2007, the number was 48%. Oh, so it's declining? Um, yes. Wait, hmm. what? 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 Additionally, about 10% of students have had four or more sexual partners in 2017. 10%. I think it's like the same people that are having all the sex, you know, it's like, it's like, I think high school is going to be mostly like losers and people that are like afraid hey. of the opposite <laughs> sex or like, you know, good hey. kids, you know, mm-hmm. mostly. And then you have like a handful of super of hot, horny people. Yes. Just turbo sluts. Yes. They love it. They want to keep having it. They have it with each other. They and it's just the same people. There's at least four of them, though. They're at least four because they're all at least five. At least five. Yeah, because they're all one person saying they have four different partners. Yeah, everybody else. There's more than five hot people in a high school. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Having Uh, scouted out my local high school, I actually just kidding. (laughs) Okay, that's no. (laughs) Uh, only 54% of students had used a condom the last time they had sex. So that's not good at all. But whatever. Mm. Not good. Anyway, that's not part of his anime. Um, uh, use a condom, people. So anyway, so 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 then she turned... So anyway, so seven, uh, 34% they're and talking about... Again, they only say first time in this episode. 34%, their sample selection bias. Um, um, the girl... Um, Kaguya Kaguya says oh that sounds right to me and then she t- she goes to no she says it's low but yeah 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 she's like no she says it seems right to me if anything it's low and then she's like and then she goes to me uh, to me Miyuki she's like have you and he's just like sitting he's like at his desk just reading area codes like <laughs> like he's ignoring this con- <laughs> oh right because oh right, right right it's 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 mostly Chica and Right, he's sitting there reading area codes, and it's mostly Chika and um, Kaguya, the girl, talking. So the girls are talking about this, and he's just sitting there pretending not to. He's <laughs> listen. trying to like memorize or remember area codes at different places. It's something really boring. And then when she asks, like, "Oh, but you've done it," and she's like, "Oh, have you?" And he and uh, she's like, "Oh, I've heard you were really popular." And I don't know. The narrator calls him a twisted monster virgin. But right, but what's great <laughs> is he goes, he goes, uh, well. By now, eh, or something, I don't know how they translate it, but he says, Imawa, which means like now. Yeah. And the, for now. This is where the narrator is funny, I think, Miles, is just being like anybody that says like now or Imawa is a virgin. Absolutely. Mm. And this is the first time they show us slowing down the conversation into slow mo, and it's just really funny sounding when he's like, Imawa. <laughs> and he's trying to figure out how to answer this. Um, and, and at this point, I think Kaguya has implied. 
that she has had her first time that she has done it well yeah and then she says oh yeah i just I, she, she she said i did it last month and then she later she's like i did it to my newborn nephew and uh <laughs> and to a dog i think did she say a dog she, uh, no and then she's like chica no, she, you must saying Ch- you must do it all the time with uh, your dog and yeah. they're like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> yeah pesu or something is the dog's name but yeah and then uh they find out that uh, uh, and then they're like wait 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 what, what do you th- what do you think first time means and she's like she's like oh come on everyone knows that what do you think i'm so innocent it means kissing <laughs> yeah but also even if you thought first time right. meant kissing why would you think like like kissing your like little nephew and dog counts like your first kiss with you know, someone that you like is different than like right. kissing your the, the magazine relatives. did not give a shit if you kissed your mom or dad. Yeah. That they don't give like a hundred percent of people. Like and how would you even believe that thirty four percent statistic? That's like That seems low. <laughs> like she just thinks most people don't kiss their families. Yeah. Um and then a very funny sequence is Chica we oh, only yeah, hear wait. her in pieces explaining. Can I, can I just no? Because well, because he's like, well, what do you think first time means? And she's like, oh yeah, kissing. And then like Chica and um, um, Miyuki look at each other, and he's like about to explain it, and Chica's like, I'll take this one. I thought that was really funny, <laughs> just her being like, yeah. you know what? Let me handle this. <laughs> yeah, and she does explain and it. Wait, she- go ahead. Go ahead, Miles. <laughs> the way she delivers it is so funny. I don't remember exactly, but she's. I she's wrote like, it down. Whisper, 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 and then and she's like crying as she says it. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's like she's like whispering in her ear, and she's like, then puts in, and they're both moving and like beasts. Like <laughs> she says, so you, like beasts. Yeah, you hear you hear bits and bits of like what she's saying, but you don't. Yeah, hear, and her like, face the, keeps keeps looking strained as she explains this. It's weird though that. You think they'd just be able to say like no sex, but apparently it's like if they even tried that, Kaguya was going to be like, "What is what is that? What is sex?" Well, yeah, because apparently she didn't know what it was. But she's never heard of it. She's never seen a movie where characters disappear into the bedroom and wrestle with, with each other. They explain that she's super. Her, their argument, yeah. So that like her, the extent of her sex education is like very very limited. That she's super sheltered. Right, that's right. They show a flashback of, of her dad teaching her about sex and it's like a blackboard and at the bottom is like once you're married leave it to the man or something like yeah. that it says like just <laughs> see, you know see what he does or something like that which is uh stupid but uh yeah chica explaining it uh is is very funny uh and kaguya loses this battle by the way yeah um because mm-hmm. she had to get explained yeah by chica and what a loser what a loser oh also i think there's some point i laughed out loud here where uh chica i wish i wrote down the context of it but chica goes like ah in like a like a really funny strange manner i think when she's uh realizing the truth mm. uh and it's weird that that they refer to kaguya as a daughter in a box at one point is that a phrase that you say for sheltered kids do you say yeah, a daughter in a box i've never heard is, this phrase. is it like i'm the daughter in the box at one point i wrote down that he can't breathe i think miyuki I don't know why, but he kind of, he had a reaction. Did anybody pick up on his reaction to finding out that Kaguya doesn't know what sex is? He, I think, has like been holding his breath the entire time as Chika explains it to her. Uh, Because I think he's just nervous to see her react to it and stuff. mm. 
Maybe he's really horny at the idea I of think seeing. I think he's horny. His crush, uh, you know, <laughs> understand sex. Yeah. Or he's really horny at being like, "Wow, my crush is a super turbo virgin." Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um. Yeah. Then the second chunk of this episode is where they play twenty questions. I think this one's my favorite because I think it's oh. a smart. I think it's a smart. Uh, I think it was a good trick. It was a good one. trick. This is a good trick. And the other good trick that I really liked was the love letter one. I thought I thought she was going to get him with the love letter one, but, mm. he, but he was really smart about it. Uh, yeah, and it's just like, they're kind of talking about how they've gotten to know each other and how much time has passed since school started. And I guess to kind of be like, well, let's see how much you know about me. Kaguya challenges Miyuki to a game of 20 questions. But it's only 10. Right. She says, if you really know me, you should get it in under 10. <laughs> And she explains the con. The, the show explains the entire concept because I don't know if it's as big a thing in certain parts of the world. The twenty questions yeah. game, where similar to that uh, fucking Darby, uh, Darby the Younger stand, where you can read binds but only yes or no. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't know, twenty questions is where one of you thinks of a question generally groupable into not animal. a question. You you think, think of, of a, a concept, a, something. Yeah. You think of something. You can, something that you can usually group into animal, vegetable, or mineral. I think mm-hmm. that's one way to do like it. Like it's an idea, or it's a person, yeah, or it's yeah, a place, or it's a traditionally it be a lot of things. Uh, for me, it was like it was supposed to be like animal, vegetable, mineral. Like it can't be a concept or oh, like an not? episode of TV. It's just too abstract. Well, like I, I don't think it can be like a like you know, a sentence, you know, but it needs to be like, what if you, if you said like nostalgia, would you ever get that in 20 questions? If I just no, I thought of nostalgia, a, I think that's no. okay. Yeah. No, no, I think you, I think you could. Cause you'd be sit there and be like, is it real? Is it, can I fit it in a bread box? And you'd be like, no, no, no. <laughs> you'd be like, is it a feeling? You go, yeah. Yeah. Is it negative? Well, I don't know. You couldn't do that. No, I think I think I think I could get it. Well, now you already the, said it. Listeners, but. if you have played a game of twenty questions where you figured out the answer being a specific uh, emotion, let us know. Right I in. I think you could do it. But uh, anyway, so the the show explains that yeah, you have twenty yes or no questions to ask to try and narrow it down before you have to guess. But in this case, it's just going to be ten, which is good because who would want to read a comic or a TV show that involves <laughs> just watching someone answer twenty questions? But it is fun because like yeah, with each question. We get to see uh, Miyuki try and kind of figure out what it might be. And as it goes on, he learns that it's a living thing. Uh, It's a living thing that Kaguya is um, fond of. Well, yeah, because he he asks... you know, he find, he finds out it's a living thing. He also he's like he re, he's like oh she's self centered like he's trying to get in her head. So he's like she's self centered. So it's probably something that's like relates to her. So he's like, is it something that it's something that you own? Is it something that you've you touched today? Is it something you know like things like in relation to her? And then he's like, is it something that you like? And then she blushes and right she it, blushes and says yes. And so he's like oh. Well, then he also, yeah, he starts to get the vibe that it's him. Yeah, and then he the answers asks, sound like it's him. He asks, like, it, does it have light hair? Does it have right, right. And blue then, eyes? I'm sorry, after that, after he finds out that it's something she likes, then he asks, is it a living, is it is it alive or something? And that's when she also says yes, and she's still blushing and stuff. She's trying to make him think that it's him. Um, but anyway, right. yeah. And then, the, oh, yeah, and then he asks, like, <laughs> he starts to get flustered, and he asks, like, 
Uh, he wastes a question because he, he, he asks wastes, a non yes or no answerable he, question. He asks a question like, uh, "Well, what's your relationship to? Is it a, a friend? Uh, you know, do you are you in love? Or is it this? Is it that?" And she's like, mm, "No answer." <laughs> Which I've never played twenty questions with someone who's been like, "Up, oh, you asked a technically incorrect question. That counts. Like that's a dick move." If someone does that, but then these just say, people would do that. Yes, yeah, you have to technically just say, "No, ask me a yes or no question." Yeah. Um, and then he changes it to like, um. Uh, you know, does it have blonde hair and blue eyes and da 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 and right because the character has blonde hair and blue eyes. I don't know if it was blue eyes, but it was something about it was like a, a description of like him, and she said yes, and he's like, he's like, Oreda or whatever. He's like, it's me. He's like, it me, it me, <laughs> it me. Uh, but no, it is something we saw earlier in the episode. It well, is... look, he, he's out of his he's out of his answers, so he's so um he. Like he says Oreda in his head, but out loud he says it's a dog because <laughs> he can't guess himself even if he's right. And she's like, and, and, it, and it turned out to be um, Pesu. Right. It is dog. Pesu who we Chica's see earlier dog. in the episode because Chica isn't there because she went to walk her dog who's named Pesu for some reason. I don't know what that means. And the dog is a big, light haired dog. And in, in terms of basic physical characteristics, it seems to just match uh miyuki but yeah and then kaguya is sort of like oh yeah you guessed it i was thinking of pesu um and so she loses i believe mm-hmm. um don't they both lose by not just accepting love yeah every day yeah. they lose <laughs> and then uh the third chunk of this episode is uh sort of a nice story about it's uh, very sweet about how Kaguya is like this rich, fancy girl who always gets driven by a Sheltered. chauffeur to school. And she wants to walk for once. Yeah. Um, and we learn, by the way, that, uh, again, with her engineering personality, she uh, damages the tire in her chauffeur's car. Mm-hmm. Meaning, because the, the, the chauffeur goes, oh, we have a flat. And then uh, there's this thing. She knows that if she walks to school by a certain route at a certain time, she will encounter Miyuki. Oh, right. I forgot that was part of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it was... It's not just that, right, though? Because she says that she, when she was getting driven to school, she'd look out and see these kids walking and having yeah. fun together. And she wanted to be... But yeah. yeah, as she's walking, she thinks like, oh, I might run into Miyuki if I, if I go this way. Um, and uh, there's... In the beginning, um, her like assistant or, or someone who works there who has the, the, the one side ponytail like has another It seems solution. like she'll play a bigger role eventually. Yeah. She's like, oh, don't worry. I'll just call another car and driver. And Kaguya looks at her and just like blinks really hard three yeah. times. There's a little sound effect and 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 visual effect. And then because uh, she has said like she wanted to walk by that point. And then the the side pony, I think her name's I maybe. Uh, she's like, oh, yeah, of course you could walk. That's no mm-hmm. problem. Like she she gets the vibe from Kaguya that she's saying, don't fucking call a car. Mm. I'm, I wanted to walk because the chauffeur is freaking out. And he's like, no, 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 we can't have you walk to school. That's crazy. Uh, but she gets her way and she begins walking and she, well, as I said, she had seen kids walking to school together with friends and wanted to uh, do that. And then she's also like, oh, but I could probably run into uh, Miyuki once he crosses the bridge on his bike. But then she runs into a little girl who is just crying at an intersection. And she's like, all right, what's what's the deal? What's the problem with you, little girl? And uh, the girl doesn't want to do the pedestrian crossing alone. Uh, yeah. So 
Kaguya takes her across and finds out that uh, this is the first time she's now, the girl is now of a certain age where they don't have to, they're not like forced to uh, walk to school in groups. And so uh, this is the first time she does it across the street alone. And then once they do cross the street, the girl cries again and is like, but I don't want to be alone. There's more crossings on the way to school. Mm -hmm. So Kaguya decides to go with her. And at some point she explains to her, like, just because you don't have to walk with a group anymore doesn't mean you can't call your friends and coordinate with them to walk to school with you if you want. Um, And then that all gets wrapped up nicely. And Kaguya is like, well, shit, I might be late. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she does run into Miyuki, who also happens to be running late. He's like speeding on his bicycle. And he pulls up next to her and uh And he's like he's like, you can't be late. He's like walking, you'll never get there in time. He's he's like, I'm not late yet. She's like, you're late. He's like, I'm not late yet. And he's like, this sets a bad example if you show up late. And he, so he's like you, he's like hop on the back. And so they ride. But she's not like holding his uh you know he's not she's she not, doesn't put her arms around his waist she doesn't do the thing where you she's facing a, backwards she's facing backwards and just like but it but she still likes it she's like yeah. yay she's just holding the thing she's sitting on which looks like it would not be enough to really keep you steady i've never done it i've never rid- ridden on the back of a bike mm-hmm. um yeah and um i have a question what's that in Japan, does like no one get driven to school unless they're fucking rich? Like nobody's parents like drives them to school on the way to work. I don't know. Cause they don't have school buses either. Does everybody walks to school? They don't have school buses. I, I feel like I don't I know. They have, do they? I've never seen a school bus in an anime. Good public transit in Japan. So I've never that, like you know. Yeah, maybe. I've never seen a school bus in an anime, and I never see anybody getting driven by their parents. I always see them running to school. You know, walking, running, and or riding their bike. Since most school districts and cities are small, school buses aren't used, mm. and parents don't have to drive their children to and from school either. Wow, that's crazy. That, what about like in the in the sticks? I guess they really just know how to plan a city. They just schlep. But that's confusing too, because all of the high schools we see in anime are enormous. They're the biggest schools I've ever seen. <laughs> really. Yeah, but everyone, it's just... Yeah, they're all like eight stories tall. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. There's like 10 million kids. Well, <laughs> the cities are all packed in pretty close. So, you know, that's all still within a, you know, two-mile radius. Just thousands of yeah, children. It must be the most dense place in the world. You'd think with everyone freaking out about, like, their birth rate in Japan that they wouldn't have such tall schools. But anyway. I lived pretty close to my school growing up and my parents... I mean, not not uh, not high school, but, like, elementary school my parents wouldn't let me like not let me but like my parents always drove me to school even though even though i could technically walk like my sister and i could walk together they would always drive me that's nice um but i guess it's more like the culture that uh the culture in japan is like yeah it's fine to to let kids walk i think my my family was like afraid that like i would get abducted if i walked yeah places i also saw that it said when kids are really young sometimes moms will take the kids to school on a bicycle Oh, how cute. <laughs> that does sound nice. But that's just a random Google search metadata thingy. I yeah. didn't read the whole page. I don't know. Uh, and then, yeah, the next day, Kaguya is driven again, you know, as normal. And she gets to see uh, the little girl that she uh, escorted uh, walking with her friend. And they're both having a great time talking to each other, even though they're too old for mandated school walking groups. And uh, the way this episode ends is with this weird ending sequence where Chika is laying on her back on the desk in the, in the student council room. 
And then she stands to her feet while music plays, and she has a, a very, perhaps rotoscoped, a uh, very realistic sort of silly dance to a song mm. that seems to be about her name, or it seems like it's like a pun with chica and and ticket or chiquetto, uh, and it's very charming. It's very fun. Um, it was good. And then, uh, yeah, it's it's very charming. And all of the music is good. I think I don't like the opening that much. I like the opening. It reminds me of. Uh, like a more James Bondy version of that song that's like, and the sailors say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. I've never heard of this. What a good wife. It's, ah, it's a good song. It's like a classic AM gold kind of sound. Okay. I'll put it in the newsletter. Shut up. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. And then at the very end of it, though, she releases a bug into the air. And I don't know what the fuck that was about. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, apparently this was a huge uh, meme, including uh, mashing it with uh, music by Takashi Six Nine, and <laughs> getting tens of thousands of views. Uh, there's compilation. The guy who was a snitch. I believe he was. I wouldn't say that though, because he he does still scare okay. me, even though he seems like a idiot. But that one song by him, Goober. I I thought you know I thought the hook was good. Is hooky. It's it's like if you like rap music that's kind of poppy, but the guy just yells at you and you feel like you're being yelled at by someone who's upset, uh, then you, you know you should listen to Six Nine if you want. Yeah, he sings like a bird. What? Like a bird? Singing like a bird is like a phrase that's like you're talking to the police. Oh, mm. okay. He sung like, like a canary. A singing like a bird yeah. downtown. I... I think you forgot that we're not 140 years old, but, you know, next time. <laughs> uh, and so I you- first heard that uh, on a Wu-Tang Clan album, I think. Mm-hmm. Ah. All right. We have one more episode to talk about, and that is episode five, which includes these little mini stories, um, including uh, the first one is just that another uh, female student named Nagisa visits Kaguya for romantic advice. She wants it. She visits student council for advice because apparently the student council does that. <laughs> yeah, well, remember the student councils in Japan are also, uh, you know, on the same scale as the federal government. Yeah, for real. Um, <laughs> yeah. And have, they treat these yeah. people like they're celebrities. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, they rule the school. It's like, I think in like Western culture, we have like the the popular kids, the mean girls, whatever. Like the, the popular kids are like the, like they own the school. In Japan, it's like the student council owns the school. They run it. <laughs> well, I think they're elected too. I feel so like that... in America, those kids are losers. Yeah, they're losers. Student council kids are losers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're like student council, you're, you, all you do is you go, oh yeah, you're student council. Like you just remember, you're like, oh, that's a thing technically. You, you just like tried to win a pro- popularity no contest. No one takes it seriously. And for all we know in Japan, they don't really take it seriously either. We've only seen anime. Yeah. We don't talk to high schoolers. Um. And so, yeah, Kaguya is sort of like not sure if she really, you know, how much advice she can really give Nagisa. She's never been in a relationship. So she's right. like, I, I don't know, but she, she's like, I'll try. And then the advice is, uh, how do I break up with someone like yeah. gently without hurting their feelings? And Kaguya is like, I was hoping this was going to be three or four steps before that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a realistic, uh, it's a realistic scenario, though. Like, I know, I know people who have been in this scenario where, um, 
you know, she barely knew this guy. He asks her out. And so she just like in the moment says yes, even though she doesn't really know him. She didn't really know if she liked him. But she's like, oh, someone's asking me, like, I don't know what to do. So she just said yes. Um, and But then she kind of realized that they're like awkward together. And she's like, this isn't, I don't like feeling awkward, like around this person. Like, I think we should just break up. And that's like super realistic. Like this, that, that's happened to, mm-hmm. I know that people that that's happened to, mm. you know. I don't. Did it happen to you? It didn't happen to me, Which but one? it happened to my, <laughs> it's, it happened to my best friend. I knew that was coming. What? He said, did it happen with you? And as you started talking, he went with Mark. No, <laughs> with Mark. <laughs> no, it happened to my best friend. And then like, she it's like, too late now. She, she actually, this exact thing happened to me where she asked me for like, how do I break up with this guy? And she like, couldn't do it. And I was like, you need to break up with him. And so I, I broke up with him for her. <laughs> you called him on the phone, right? Uh, Yes. Yeah. I've done that at least twice though. <laughs> it's crazy. What a cold world. Um. Yeah, so, but then what, what happens is... Ooh, and one time... Oh, man. One time, it was like, she, she said yes to a guy, and then I used to ride the bus with him. Like, this was in high school uh, when I was a freshman, before I met you, Mark, so this was back... back okay. In, back in my hometown. I'm sure I've heard this. Back No, you haven't. Back in my hometown, <laughs> but I used to ride the bus with this guy, and uh, he asks me, he's like, so what's the deal with the with your friend? Like I haven't talked to her in a while, and I was, and he was like, "Is is something wrong? Is she gonna break up with me?" And I'm like, "Uh," he's like, "I don't know." And basically, I I ended up just breaking up with him for her. Oh man, <laughs> again, <laughs> you got pressured into it. Um, so uh, Kaguya tries to kind of convince uh this girl Nagisa to stay with the boyfriend because she's like, well, think about, you know, these positive, you know, these positive aspects of him, reasons why you do like him or why you should like him. Um, and uh, a few times, she's kind of drawing inspiration from her own, like, kind of thoughts about Miyuki. So when she catches herself being too personal or serious, she's like, well, this is what a, a friend of mine told me you, you should do when you, you know, when, it, it, when it comes to thinking about how you like someone. And... uh Right, and then Chica comes in, and Chica's great because she has on a silly Sherlock Holmes hat, and uh, she's like, "Wait, I heard you were talking relationships, so Love Detective Chica is here." Mm-hmm. And they're like, and "She's like, they're like, why are you out of breath?" <laughs> yeah, and she's like, uh, "She's like, I was here the whole time. I just ran into the drama room to grab a costume." <laughs> yeah, because it seems like, oh, you know, it's an anime. Of course, she just has the hat on her, but it's like, no, they mm-hmm. they put in there that she ran home to get a she ran over to the other department. Uh, to get a hat. This is the they also show. play like uh like ska-ish music. Oh really? Time. Well, as soon as Chica arrives and I loved it. That's funny. <laughs> um and then uh Chica explains uh well she says she says, "Hey, try to imagine this guy that you want to break up with. Imagine him with another woman." And Nagisa does and she does have a negative reaction to it, but also so does uh, Kaguya because Kaguya imagines Miyuki with another girl. Kaguya has a, has a more uh, intense reaction to yeah, it. Yeah, she looks fucking pissed. Yeah. But Nagisa is like, yeah, I don't like that. And Chika's like, well, that means that you like her. That, that means that you like him if you're going to be jealous over yeah. them. Uh, I contend that that could also mean that uh, you're just a possessive yeah. freak and yeah. you don't actually like people. You just want to own them. But, you know, who knows? <laughs> And then Chica's like, well, um, I think, no, no, no. Kaguya says like, well, you know, there's the Romeo and Julia, Ro- Romeo and Juliet effect. 
Look, I didn't go to a lot of high school classes. You know, I stayed home a lot. I know there's Romeo and Julia. I think they own a pizza restaurant together. Julia and Julia. Yeah, the movie with Meryl Streep <laughs> about the cooking lady. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Romeo and Juliet effect where like their uh, their love for one another is like enhanced by the fact that they have their own families as enemies they have to fight against to stay, you know, lovers or they have to fight against to they want to be together. And so Chica's like, uh, you know, think of an enemy that you have. And I don't think Nagisa has any. And so she's like, well, society is your enemy. Um, she's like, everyone has a shared enemy. Society. We should rebel against this unjust society. Uh, this yeah. is so funny to me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's like, war. I think this was my favorite part of this whole thing. Okay. This was pretty great. Yeah. And Kaguya, uh, Kaguya is like... Uh, She's like, I meant like an exam or something or a teacher. She's like, I didn't mean like society. That's too big. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, did I just? Oh, yeah. Then they then she leaves. And Kaguya, Nagisa leaves. And Kaguya is like, did I just create two antisocial deviants? Like, Right. Thinking that they're both going to be people who gonna, like wage against society, wage yeah. war on society. Yeah. But Chica, the thing is, I really thought this section was over because Chica just looks over at her and goes, it's all right. She says, Daijobu. And I thought that was <laughs> the end of it. And it was just like, what? You don't know that. But then they do cut to them and they're <laughs> trying to get money for charity. Um, and she realizes like, yeah, look, it's a positive thing. They were already both interested in charity to begin with. And now they're mm-hmm. you know, trying to raise money they for it. They found something nice. to bond over. So it is a shared enemy or a shared a shared cause. They have like right. they found something in common. Right. Uh, and uh, Miyuki also is uh, helping out. I don't remember why he's helping them out with it, but he's also there. And then they decide that... Because he introduced them, I think. Or like, no, he encouraged the guy to ask her out. Ah. And Kaguya loses this episode. I'm not sure why. Um, Then this next uh, sub story is about Miyuki being awful at volleyball uh, because he's apparently physically fit and, you know, athletic, but he has terrible coordination. He's just... Completely clumsy. Miles, why don't you summarize this, this episode? Because you're a big volleyball plus anime lover. That's right. Uh, this is an episode of Haikyuu. Uh-huh. No, uh, he... This is not a... It, there's not much to this one. It's not a Miyuki versus Kagi episode. It's yeah. just Miyuki doesn't want to look like a dumbass when... Yeah. Like, I guess they rotate what they do in gym and volleyball is coming up and he sucks at volleyball. So he's practicing by himself and somehow... Um, Chica sees him doing this so she agrees to train him because she's like pretty good at volleyball yeah or at least she's decent just like a because he throws he keeps trying to do these big overhand serves which I would say is his first problem mm -hmm. but when he goes in the beginning he goes to do an overhand serve and he slams his hand against the back of his own head and he just slams Uh his face into the ball it looks really ridiculous so there's a few times she during. identifies that he is not opening his eyes as he does any of this. And she does it by recording him on his phone, well, which is very Because at one point she's like, okay, let's just do this. She's like, open your eyes and try to hit the ball. And he's like, and then he does it. He does. He does something. And she, and he's like, see, I tried it. She's like, how are you? She's like, you didn't open your eyes. <laughs> she's like, how are you going to tell me you did a thing that you didn't do? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. And so she trains with him. And then the best thing is once she gets him to do the serves well, he's like, now help me, you know, understand how to like set and receive, you know, do everything else about yeah. volleyball. And she looks like mortified uh, that she's going to have to explain. <laughs> she all worked this shit. really hard to get him at that level. 
because at one point she got him at the level where she was like you now just suck like a regular person (laughs) she's like now you're just regular bad (laughs) yeah instead of like embarrassingly bad and he's like no he's like i want to i want to look cool (laughs) and and then miles uh at a certain point he says like oh maybe i have the yips uh have you heard of Mm -hmm. this yeah, the yips is like a thing in sports where it's like you're not injured, you just are suddenly off. Mm. And I think the first time I heard it was like in the 90s with Chuck Knobloch of the Yankees. He suddenly like could no longer like accurately throw to first base. Oh man, he he, he went out like, of the zone. Yeah, like it's just like, I think that's what they ascribed to like simone biles at the olympics right they call it the twisties gymnastics yeah but it's i think it's like a version of the yips except it's like much more dangerous because you're in the sky right but it's just like you suddenly like can't perform like the basic things that you used to be able to even though there's nothing like physically wrong with you yeah in wikipedia it says the yips and then in parentheses it says in gymnastics lost move syndrome or the twisties so does it mention Chuck Knobloch? Uh, uh, yep, 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 yep. New York Yankees yes. second baseman. Uh, also, L.A. Dodgers oh, second baseman Steve Sachs. But who gives a shit about the Dodgers? Tra- <laughs> traders. Um. Wow. Well, they they were you know they were supposed to be in New York. I think it's not the correct usage of it because he wasn't good at volleyball. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think uh, Chica looks sort of like. Bleh like annoyed at with him because yeah he was never good at it uh and then we eventually do get to see uh miyuki performing in front of everyone and kaguya and he's decent he's good at volleyball he doesn't overhand serve really well and uh we cut to the stands where kaguya is impressed with him and chika is next to her and chika says i raised that boy <laughs> yeah and kaguya's like why do you sound like a mom <laughs> that was funny and chica has and she just looks like shit too she has bandages all over she has like little band-aids on her hands and face and on her bow in her hair there are band-aids on the bow um and so that that's a very fun one i I really love chica i think chica's my favorite character i've said that before Mm -hmm. but i'll say it again so funny uh and then the last one is kind of back to basic romance stuff it's that you know it's raining and both kaguya and miyuki are trying to get the other one to uh have an umbrella and offer to share the umbrella because that's a very romantic moment they need to get the other one to offer to share the umbrella they can't bring the umbrella and offer it it needs to be the other one has to offer it right and jackie am i correct in saying that both of us don't like sharing an umbrella no i don't like sharing an umbrella. yeah okay i don't really like it either but i understand the appeal like when you're when you're when you're starting to date someone or something like you want them to because it's an act of kindness to share right you have one yeah. umbrella um and you it's an opportunity to get close to the person you know right your shoulders are super close or they're touching maybe and rain can be romantic so it it there's all that but then once you're like in a relationship like everybody should just have their own umbrella because I, I i hate sharing an umbrella miles how do you feel about umbrella sharing do you think it's another uh is, is it an opportunity to rekindle the the flames of, of young romance I don't know about rekindle, but like, yeah, it is a magical thing to share an umbrella. Yeah, we don't like it anymore. Mm. We're tired of that. There's, um, this is like corny, but they're like, New York Times is like 
something called the Metropolitan Diary, where people just write in like short poems or like things about that they encounter, and you go, oh, only in New York. Only uh, in New York. And there's one, I can't find it right now, but there's one where it's just like this guy walking around as it starts to rain, and this like stranger this woman grabs his arm and she goes, we have to stop running into each other like this. And then like, as soon as she gets to her office, she leaves and says, thank you. So it's just like a stranger. Huh? I don't get it. But wait, does she have an umbrella? No, she grabs, she, she sidles up to him because he has an umbrella. But is there rain? There is rain. And she says we have to stop running into each other. Like she's joking. Like she doesn't know him. Correct. Hmm. But they've never done this before. It's not like she's done this to him several times. They've never done this before. It's just a little serendipity. That's a funny thing. But then are you saying that she leaves because she didn't need to go that direction or something? No, she walks with him for like a block and then goes, this is my office, bye. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) That's fun. She's funny to do that. Very brave. Maybe she like just spent a lot of time on her hair and was like, I'm not fucking this up. I'm just going to hit up this dork with an umbrella and a free space next to him. I like that. I like this lady and I wish she'd write into the New York Times and claim herself. Right into the podcast. Yeah. Umbrella thief. Umbrella space thief. Right in. And tell us, what other free stuff do you cruise for in the city? Do you ever get, okay. you know, free food out the back of a restaurant? Because you just know how to see an opportunity and take it. Or do you do that romantically in other ways? You get free drinks. Have you ever tricked somebody into becoming your boyfriend? Are you high right now? Do you ever get nervous? Anyway. Yeah, so this last thing is it's it's kind of it's kind of basic what you'd think that, you know, it's raining, each of them wants to be invited under an umbrella, and both of them actually have umbrellas, but are pretending not to because they want the other person to give in and break mm-hmm. out the umbrella. And so then they both, because we know they're both calculating people, they both know that about each other. And because like uh, Miyuki says, I forgot to check the weather forecast. Uh, But Kaguya points out like, but you came here on a train this morning instead of a bike, Mm -hmm. implying like you didn't want to ride your bike in the rain and you seem you would check the weather forecast. And uh, and she says something like that. She just forgot her umbrella or something but he points out that no well normally she's driven to school so she doesn't normally carry an umbrella but, right but that day she walked or something yeah 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 because their car broke down the and she, but she planned all of this from the beginning like she slashed the tires <coughs> speaking of i don't know if you guys can hear you probably can't i don't know if the they can thunder. hear the thunder but yeah there's thunder here now there's thunder here now but she slashed the tires she she waited until like the weather forecast was going to be like definitely rainy um she made sure that like to to ensure that he had an umbrella she checked to see if his bike uh if he took his bike into school which he didn't um so she like she she prepared everything like in advance and so but then like he got basically got the same idea when he um when it started to rain and he's like oh you know if she doesn't have an umbrella i can you know or no if she does have an umbrella sorry i'll pretend not to have an umbrella um, and so she'll offer to share it. That was like so he had the same idea, but like his was just like 
you know, oh, it just so happens to be raining. Whereas she planned the whole thing like yeah. probably for weeks. Is this so? Did I mix that up when she has to walk to school? She didn't slash the tires then, right? That was, I, I don't think she did. I think I may have moved this into. I don't yeah. think she's constantly slashing her chauffeur's tires. <laughs> they keep going like, why did why did these tires? What's wrong with these tires? <laughs> yeah, we own a bajillion kajillion tires. We should just get good ones. Um, and so while they're sitting there, kind of back and forthing, um. Chica shows up and is like, oh, hey, uh, I don't remember why she doesn't need an umbrella herself. I think she says, oh, I have a spare in the other classroom. Here you Mm -hmm. go. And Chica gives the umbrella to uh, Kaguya. And uh, because Kaguya was thinking that she was about to get uh, Miyuki to give in and break out his umbrella. Mm -hmm. But now Kaguya just has her own. uh, And she has to, she decides to just offer it to Miyuki and uh at first he refuses but then they kind of compromise and they hold the umbrella together and walk and so the outcome is a tie because i guess the idea is like neither of them really own an umbrella and are offering Mm -hmm. it they're both like splitting a gift from chica yeah is kind of the deal here yeah so it's a tie yeah um also there's something during that sort of like you know imagination plotting and planning space when they're having a conversation uh, Miyuki's face is kind of close to the camera and then she asks him about the train and his face gets like very big and distorted close to the camera mm-hmm. and I laughed out loud. It was very funny looking. <laughs> it's, that's all it takes to make me laugh is just take a face and distort it, make it all big next to the camera. <laughs> and yeah, then, then I think we maybe get the, the, the real ED because we haven't heard it by this point. Episode one had like an extended episode that seemed to make, skip the credits. Three had the Chica dance. And then uh, this seemed to have the real ED. I thought it was fine. It felt very like, yeah, that's an anime song. Um, overall, yeah, the show is fun. Yeah, I don't remember it. It's a fun show. Yeah, I want to keep it's watching. It's funny. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Nice. I do hope that, so I liked this last part because there was some, like finally there was a breakthrough. Mm. And I, yeah, I, I think I agree with Jackie that it would be a lot if just, there was no progress for an entire season. Yeah, It would be too much, yeah. It would be like, for you, it would be like a high score girl all over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you'd be like, holy shit, just hurry up. Hurry up and confess. Yeah. yeah, man. At least both of them talk. You know? Yes, that's true. There's that. <laughs> anyway, we should wrap this up. We might continue watching, but thank you for listening. Thank you for suggesting it, dear Patreon supporter. Uh, if you have thoughts on the show that you want to share with us, you can email jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. And if you're nice, we'll read it. You can also talk to us on Twitter. We are at jjbpod there. Of course, our Patreon and Twitch, our respective websites, <laughs> slash jjbpod. Uh, thanks very much. Next week, we will be watching the next four episodes of Flowers of Evil or Akunohana on the crunchy roll uh and then that'll be it and then we'll have to decide if we want to watch the last five on our own or maybe we'll hate the show yay you can find <laughs> out our opinions next week uh anything else we should say or should we get the fuck out of here let's get out of here let's get out of here have a great week everyone we'll talk to you next time bye bye, bye. Yeah.
勇気の時間。